What's up, guys? You're listening to The Beat London on a 3.6 FM with me, Bashak, on my show, The Social. Now, as you guys know, it is very much our month of the poets. This one is so personal to me as a poet myself, and I'm really excited for our second week. We have the crazy talented Louis the Hippie with the best name, too. <laughs> How are you doing, sir? I'm all good. I'm all good. How are you? Good. Such a pleasure to have you here with us. Thank you. How, for how, are you, how are you been, first of all, during this whole kind of lockdown, but not lockdown period? Let's get I've that been, out the way. I've been cool. You know what it is? I, I, sometimes I can't, I can't live in my own little bubble sometimes. So a lot of times, it's whether it's lockdown or not, I'm still sort of floating and navigating in this space somewhat. So it's, um, I've been cool. Like, it, I don't I've been know yeah, the hardest thing is, I think is probably staying focused and staying productive just because normality is sort of shifted. So, you know, it's hard to sort of grasp a sort of routine. But other than that, I've been easy, man. I've been Gucci. Now, from, uh, for people that don't know, you are, of course, a poet, but you're also a musician and a filmmaker. Yeah. I yeah. usually do the introductions aside, but just to, you know, spice it up a little bit. Could <laughs> you please tell people what you do and explain how those mediums come together uh, to express your creativity. Cool. So I, I think first and foremost, um, I'm a musician. I produce and I rap, um, and that, I th- I've been doing that for you know for years since I was young, and that's something that I've always been. That's, that's always been a centre of my creativity, and everything has sort of spiralled from that. So if you think about the spoken word, that really sort of came from rapping and having an opinion on certain things and just ranting and then it, it just sort of having like a poetic sort of i don't know i think with poetry it connects people differently because it's far um you know it's, it's far it's, it's far more subjective like you can with music you can not be into the genre of music so not like the song whereas spoken word it's almost like you're just listening to someone speak um so once i sort of connected on that level that sort of you know, had its own sort of life. And even the filmmaking, that stemmed from, I did, I, initially I wanted to make videos for my own music, which I haven't, I didn't actually get to do shame, shamefully, but I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out. But I kind of, I don't know, it was weird. I started doing, I thought, okay, let me just figure this out because it's really expensive and I kind of want to do a lot of videos. And plus I kind of, you know, I, I kind of studied, I kind of touched on it a little bit in uni. Um, so yeah, just started going and then started working for other people, doing stuff for free. And then I started off, okay, this is kind of good. Let me see if I can get paid for it. Then started, you know, started getting clients. And before you know it, I'm, you know, shooting documentaries and all sorts of stuff for people and content. And it's just, it just kind of, that in itself took its own lane. Um, so it's it sort of, I don't know how it all came together, but it just did in, in a way. And it's like, yeah, I'm just sort of living it. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I love that. It's something very abundant about the journey that you mentioned there. You kind of started out for yourself, right? Kind of like, yeah. no making is expensive. I know it is. Editing is expensive. I didn't even know editing was a separate cost until I got Yeah, it's I- a whole different thing. It's a whole different <laughs> thing. And I got two quotes back the other day and I had a heart attack. You know? <laughs> and, and it's great that you started for yourself, but actually ended up kind of feeding others and serving others in, in, in this way. I would argue, though, that rap and poetry are synonymous would you not yeah they they are but then it, it also it's synonymous when you remove the instrumental i think of course, but what are what, what what is any kind of music without the words of, of, of course but the, the, the thing is and even sometimes in the style of rap as well i think some 
uh, sometimes I, with spoken word, you could talk. Here's the differences where I, I find in spoken word and rap. With spoken word, I don't actually try to rhyme with spoken word. So mm-hmm. it does actually end up rhyming because rhyming words are easy, but I don't try to rhyme with rap. I'm thinking about a flow. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about so many things within the confinements of a four bar, four bar, eight bar, 16 bar lyric. You got what I'm saying? Whereas poetry, I'm just literally just speaking and talking. So it's a lot more fluid, but I suppose how people hear it is something that I could never have an opinion on. If, if people hear it that way, then that's how you hear it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to me, it's always, it, I always see the difference, but it's because I write both. So for me, there is a clear sort of line in it. But not a lot of people would argue against it, you know, I feel yeah. that. I just come from like the Jay-Z school of thought of like, you know, like, this is what we do. Like, this is what <laughs> you know, but, but let's talk about that for a minute. What, what do you get then from poetry as our main medium for this month that you don't necessarily get from rapping, let's say like emotionally? Oh. <laughs> Give us your emotions. Tell us, your Tell us all your secrets on air. <laughs> you know what it is? It's the, it's the venting. I think it's the venting. I don't. I mean, I can vent in rap, but again, I'm trying to be nice with it. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to get with the flows. I'm, I'm vibing with the beat. It's and it all comes together and it's great because we connect with it on one side. But with um, I don't know with with the spoken word stuff. I feel like I could just, I could just speak what's on my mind and I could just speak to people and that is it you know i don't have to think about how i sound somebody over a beat yeah Yeah. there's a certain freedom in it you know yeah um so i think that's what i get from i think it's the freedom in in the way i could express myself Mm -hmm. no i hear that thank you very well very well articulated appreciate it i was testing you a little bit sorry (laughs) very cool now there's a scene in the film the history boys that always really struck with me when i was younger and if you've seen that kind of film but it was a scene when the teacher is talking to his students about why English and writing is like this really great subject they should all kind of be interested in. And, and when you read something and it resonates, he said, it can feel like someone is reaching out and holding your hand. Yeah. Um, your poetry kind of felt like that to me. Like there is something oh, wow. that you are saying that is tapping into that kind of universal human experience. Is that your aim? You set out to kind of go, I want to get every single guy in this whole <laughs> to like resonate because resonance is something that I med- meditate on regularly. It's a huge, big, chunky word for me. And yeah. I think you achieve it. Do you do you mean to achieve it? Is my question. I, I appreciate that, first of all. Thank you. Um, I've never sort of heard it like that before. I don't, I, you know what it is? I don't necessarily have any aims in my poetry from a outside point of view when I'm writing it. When I'm performing it, it's different. When I'm writing it, it's more of, I just need to get this out of me sort of thing. I just need to express this. This is just pure me, 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 blah, 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 on a page. Then when I perform it and it's for other people, that's when it's about, okay, cool. I'm As much as I'm sharing my message, I would love for you to connect to it. So let me try to express it in a way where you may be able to, you know, connect with it in a, in a different way. Um, so I suppose it's a mixture of both. So... Yeah, when I'm writing it, I don't I don't think it's about anybody else, but definitely when I'm performing it, it is. Speaking about performing, you had this great what piece that you did about dating. Oh yeah. <laughs> you, wanna, you wanna get into that a little bit? You said yeah, you go on, let's do it. <laughs> uh, you were doing some shoulder action and everything. Oh yeah, you got the moves, yeah. The cool, yeah. The moves the moves are it was the one, you know. That's what I'm saying. So uh, I'm about the little skanks. How, do you get in trouble when you lean into kind of relationships and stuff and then that kind of stuff or is it all in good fun? <laughs> Probably. You know, 
<laughs> um, I don't know. I, I suppose it's still in good fun. I don't. I, I don't know if anyone blow me up. So I might have had like Dion indirect after the poem. After like one or two people heard it, you're indirect. And like, but other than that, it was nothing. Nothing deep. Because you know what? I think anyone that has you know whether it be an intimate relationship or not, anyone that's in my life understands that I'm a poet and uh, I'm I'm expressive. And if if I'm, living, if I'm living something, I'm writing about it. So you know, if it happens to me, yo, you might end up in another piece. It's just that's just how I do my thing. You know what I'm saying? So. These shows are for everyone, boy. So you better. I better. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just, I hear that. Yeah, it's like that. So um nah, I didn't get no no trouble for that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah, but I'm ready for the smoke anyway. Okay, it might be inspiration for another piece, you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> I love that. Very, very cool. Now, just switching tracks slightly. Uh, last year, you led a workshop centered on identity, masculinity, yeah. and vulnerability. Big, big yeah. words. Yeah. Uh, these are all topics that you touch in on your work. Um, I really am always fascinated by kind of vulnerability in men and in how that is often a tension in society, but then people are more embracing of it now. Mm. Um, do you feel that pressure to be more vulnerable as a result or less like how do you sit with it comfortably because you know you're a guy in this world you're a black man in this world let's start there right that's important how do you translate that experience without coming across in a way that might shut people off from you i appreciate that actually i'm all alive i really appreciate that angle um like on a side note just (laughs) men issues and just sort of Men being in an emotional space is something I actually care a lot about, and and also women as well. But essentially, with men, you know. If um, I start crying right now in this interview, you'd be like, "Hey, B, you good?" But it wouldn't be a thing if you start crying. Yeah. Louis, who died? That's what's wrong about society. Like, for real, for real. Um, you know, I don't. It's weird. I still feel. Um. It, vulnerability is still a challenge for me. Do you get what I'm saying? And I think that's why I love the poetry because it's the only place where I do actually get to be vulnerable. Um, one, I've learned a lot more to articulate how I feel or try to articulate how I feel. Um, but even that, that doesn't come easy because that I'm as much as I'm a you know I'm a man, but I'm a man. You know, so certain times it's like no, don't say that. You know, don't just you know get it together, chin up sort of thing. Um, but I understand how even thinking like that sometimes is. Isn't the best way to go. Like our friends that really open up to me, and you know they're going through some stuff, and it's not. It doesn't become a case of oh well, you're a man, you should man up. The fact is, you're a human being going through human things, and sometimes you have to put the connotations aside of who you think you are, and just be who you are right now, and feel who you're feeling right now in this present. And that's something that I'm really trying to encourage, and I think that helps with being vulnerable. Um, also, sort of owning yourself. Um, uh, you know, that's something I'm, a, I'm an advocate for, like just doing your shadow work. Doing your shadow work also helps you become really... Shadow work. shadow work on a Sunday. Go do it right now, guys. Uh, <laughs> so I'm saying about... something, PM. It's an important thing to do because it sometimes it, it grounds you a little bit. It reminds you that you are a human being and you too have flaws and you're allowed to have them sort of things. So, so um, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a difficult space to be, especially as a black man as well. You know, but it, 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 these are all challenges that we get thrown at. Yeah. So. I think from all the men that I've spoken to about this that I love to like grill in my life, 
I think the bigger issue, and now you, is 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 the perception of the vulnerability, not the vulnerability itself. We all feel things, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's, if you have a pain in your arm, you're not afraid to go, my arm hurts. But right. it's the perception of what you might then think about me as a macho man, if I was to say X, Y, and Z. And I think women are also unwittingly uh, kind of uh, perpetrators in this, right? We also say we want an ideal and we feed that ideal into society and, and, and all together collectively, we kind of push each other, the genders as it were, into this warped identity of who we think everybody should be and the roles we should all hold for the most ideal society. But to could, 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 could there still stick, the fact is there's still stigmas on, I mean, you do get certain men that are outwardly, you know, vulnerable and sometimes it really works and, and, and it's effective but other times it, you still get garnished with those we get, still get you know branded with those stigmas of ah oh, man up or do this or he needs to come or, or whatever you know we i think sometimes we can't help but continue to to perpetrate the stereotypes that we're trying to break away from I, I don't know whether it's a societal thing I don't know whether it's just how we how we see how we are how we see ourselves in this world you know um but all we can do is keep trying to have these conversations about it because I, I, I actually believe this it was one thing I love about doing my spoken word is the amount of men I get coming up to me black men as well saying bro like on a real tip like your your pieces in a certain way like I, and I'm, I'm talking to man them like proper man them coming yeah. up to me like yo bro like they're, 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 they're quoting pieces that I'm like yo that touched you like that do you get what I'm saying and yeah and, that's and, cool. yeah for real you know, yeah, but for real do you get what I'm saying and it's like yo like that you know um, I, I think when when you get people that are that are able to articulate feelings and vulnerability to, on, on, on a space where people can hear it, it then creates a safer space for everyone else. Amen. Beautifully said. On that note, yeah. quick music break. You're listening to The Social with Bashak. Don't go anywhere. What's up, guys? You're listening to The Beat London on a 3.6 FM with me, Bashak, on my show, The Social. We are very much back live and direct with the crazy talented Louisa Hippie. Uh, hi, sir. How are you doing? Still with us? I'm still here. I'm still here. Good to go. All right. Now, I want to talk to you about your future on Sky. Um, they highlighted specifically Instagram and how it was giving birth to a new generation of poets. And they spoke about Instagram being empowering to young people, um, specifically when it came to connecting and sharing art. Um, what is your relationship with art and social media? And do you find it to be a useful source or like an overwhelming source? How do you use it when it comes um, to pushing your message? At, at this very moment, I sort of have a love-hate relationship with social media and creativity, just because of the way the algorithms are. Um, and I think it really stifles creativity and I hear it from so many other creatives as well. Um, I mean, it, it's a good medium to, you know, get out there, but it's almost like you're you're trying to compete in a melting pot full of everything and everyone. And the, the way people consume social media now is so quick flash, like you could spend days, hours writing a piece or doing something creative. You could spend weeks doing something creative or on social media and someone just sees it in 15, 20 seconds and on to the next one. You know, and there's there's almost there's no there's no hold there. So, sometimes there is on certain content, but especially the way the algorithm sort of formed as well, the, the certain content is pushed further than others and it's just so it 
I wouldn't necessarily focus so much on social media for creatives and when it comes to art. I mean, it's a good way to get out there, but the best way is actually being pe- to be in front of people. And even if it's to have them follow your social media afterwards, then cool. Um, but I'm sort of moving away from the social media being the main output for my creativity because then what I find is it then becomes my, uh, I don't know, I measured, it, I measured the success or the quality of the piece based on how we've done on social media when that's a really bad metric. I should pay, base it based on me performing it to people, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, it's a love-hate thing. It's a love-hate thing. Yeah, it's such a powerful thing you've said that I don't actually think anyone's articulated before, which is we cannot hold social media as the beacon of whether or not something resonated, to use that term again. Right? Of course. Resonance of course. comes from the heart. It comes from the moment. Live gigs, live moments, live conversations. If someone really messes with your work, they're going to come up to you after the show and go, to your point about, you know, the roadmap. <laughs> hey! That's what I'm But you know, I mean, what's, what's good as well about social is, on a, on the flip side, like I have people from all over the world come to me and say to me, yo, I, I've resonated with that. So that's one thing that I could, most most of the people that follow me on social media are from everywhere else except from the UK. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's, it, which is a sort of weird thing, but it's cool as well because people connect with it globally. But in the same respect, it's, it's still there's no there's no attachment to it it's like i want to put out a piece i want to i want to feel your emotions man you know what i'm saying I'm just, give me your blood let me just give me your give it to the fan <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> i'm gonna ask you a different question then that's actually not on the script here um do you think the uk or how do you view the uk's creative scene is it a healthy one is it a helpful one is it one where many people can eat is there only i don't want to words in your mouth but i just want to gauge like where you feel we're at honestly because i have so many complaints about it because i see so much talent and i speak to so much talent i think so many talented people are not necessarily recognized for the wrong wrong reasons yeah i, I think so as well i think there's so there's so much talent in the uk and i just feel like it is it's almost like a bottleneck you know of, of who gets let out and who gets seen and i don't know i mean no shade to anyone that's actually made it successful because it still takes hard work and dedication no matter what we may think of somebody creative creatively our opinions our opinion the fact is if someone's been able to make a success from their creativity that is dope you know um and opinions are opinions right but at the same speed, it is heartbreaking when you see so many genuine creative people that don't get a looking because they're not as gimmicky or they don't have all the other stuff on the social media and blah, 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 blah. Um, I, I'm, I'm not quite sure how to sort of rein it back in, but it's definitely, it's, 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 it's a little bit heartbreaking if I'm being honest with you, but I'm still excited by what comes out sometimes. You know, there's still some dope things out there. And I think sometimes that's what keeps genuine talent special because it's on it's still underground and i think what's going to happen in the next couple of years maybe one two three years is there's going to be a mainstream of course but there's going to be so many pockets of niches that the mainstream's not even going to matter anymore mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying because people are going to find their own niche and it's like whoever finds you and loves you that's that and that becomes your own ecosystem Amen. and they're going to ride for you these guys ride hard or they fight you exactly, exactly. yeah I-, I read a quote uh that's always stuck with me around this topic which is Work hard enough that you are undeniable. At exactly. this point, you are undeniable. You don't need to be talking exactly. to him or her or billboard or this or that. Like you are gonna be the guy or the girl, and you won't have to tell people about it. They yeah, won't exactly. you. Exactly. So yeah. you almost shut up a bit more work and sometimes the answer too. 
That's what I'm saying. And, and yeah, it's just, you know, people just need to keep working without being discouraged. And I think that even speaks to myself as well, if I'm being honest. So. Self-care Sundays, that's what we're all about. Yeah, <laughs> One of your poems um, has said, the feeling of success can be very subjective. Yeah. I wanted to, you know, and I'm sure you can see where I'm going with this. I wanted to understand what your definition of success is for yourself, given all of the above. You know, adulation is great. Getting your props is great, great. But what is yeah. success for you? Success to me, success to me, on a, it's changed a lot. But what I realize success is is basically being able to just live on your own terms and being able to wake up every day and say. I'm doing what I want to do and I'm able to sustain myself through it. Um, and I think if you're able to do that, then you're successful. If you're able to say, I could, you know, I could wake up mm-hmm. uh, at, at 365 days of the year, you know, over three quarters of them, I was actually really happy. I think that could also equally be successful as well, because for some people it's really hard. Happiness is a difficult thing to just obtain happiness in itself is a, is a success. Um, what I used to think success was, was, you know, like, stardom almost and then the, the more i came to think about it, it was like i actually even uh, what i would want is i wouldn't want to be famous for anything i wouldn't want to be famous i would just want to be recognized for what i do mm-hmm. um and if i could you know and that, to me that would be success if i could be recognized for what i do without actually being with the same stuff then uh, that'd be great and i feel like i'm on i'm on a path to that and i feel like in many ways especially coming from where i've come from and some of the adversities i've had to have I, you know i'm very much successful to some people i'm i'm successful so i think that's where the quote is subjective comes from because it depends on who's looking at it and who's looking at you and how you look at yourself are you successful to yourself right now i i believe i'm working at it i believe i've had successes and i believe successes having successes is just part of the process i don't think successful for me is a destination I think you just go along the way and you pick up little wins and little wins are just, you know, the consequences of work and dedication. So maybe I'm on a road there, you know. I've had many wins in my life. So on route. On route, on route. On route, that's it. That's okay, it. Very, very cool. Now we've gone into some deep chat, but I do want to ask some lighter questions. Uh the show is of course called The Social. Um, what is your drink of choice, alcoholic or otherwise? Do you have a do you have a <clears throat> uh, it depends on the function. Depends on, on where I'm going. Depends if... on the function. <laughs> depends on the vibes. Depends on the vibes. So, all right, cool. If I'm out somewhere out to dinner, most of the time it's a red wine. Um, if, if I'm, if I'm, pardon? Which one? I know my red wine. Uh, either Mabek or um, I mean, having a lot of. How do I pronounce it? Is it a Cabernet Sauvignon? I can't remember. If, I don't know if I pronounced that properly. But either Mabek or one of those. Um, and I'm kind of exploring my red wine sort of thing as well. So I'm like tasting, I'm like, oh, this is nice. Oh, no, don't like that one. You're, you're at that like, part of your life. Yeah, I've, I've realized I like r- like real full bodied Full bodied reds. Red wines, you know, that's my thing. Um, if I'm chilling somewhere and I'm around friends, it might be a brandy or a dragon style. But ultimately, red wine's my drink. Okay, red wine, love it. Well, this actual, the show's uh, branding is all about red wine. So you hit that on the oh, still, money. Love, love to see it. And if your very best friends were here right now, um, how would they describe you in three words? And they're not good words, but hopefully they are. And I can't swear. You can't swear. <laughs> I can't swear. No. Oh, I can't swear. I can't swear. Oh, that makes it difficult then. All right. Um, what do you 
Uh, how do you describe me? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the um. Our poet has run out of words, guys. No, I think mean, there's some low. Um, there. <laughs> what? Just there. Just there. Oh yeah. There. Always there. Uh, always no, okay, reliable. I'm gonna try. Reliable. That's the one I'm looking for. Reliable. Reliable. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe. Uh, ambitious, maybe, or creative. They might sound creative. Not creative. I'm gonna take ambitious. Creative's like over dead. Yeah, yeah. Ambitious. That's ambitious. Um, great. Amazing. Thank you. We'll check in with them and come back. It was all a lie. Can you tell us um, about anything you're working on? Give us a little taster and exclusives. Cool. So exclusive. I'm. Um, so I came out Kilimanjaro two years back with a double amputee. Wait, what, what? 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 You can't just say that casually. You did what? Oh, so yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> About two years ago, I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro with a double amputee. He lost his legs serving in Afghanistan. And I've done a documentary on it. I'm doing a screening in the next couple of weeks, and that is going to tie up the documentary. So it's going to be like a documentary slash podcast, visual one. So we're going to talk about mental health. We're going to talk about PTSD. We're going to just talk about some real wholesome stuff while watching the documentary. Um, so that should be coming out. I'm hoping by the end of this quarter. Um, got some, got a hell of a lot of music coming out. We're working a lot of music. So... I'm hoping this year I'm just gonna be putting stuff out unapologetically. Woo. And there's more shows, man. That's it. There's just more shows, more shows coming up. But I think the the more prevalent thing coming up is the documentary. That should be that should be fun. Should be Where fun. can people get tickets? Check it out. Find you. Uh, I'm gonna post it. But it's, it's a real. Oh okay. Private invite only. So invite early. You might get an invite. I don't know. Wait, if you're why did you tell us about it? No, because because, so the, because the, it's about so when, I release, it. when I release it. That's what I'm saying. The release date is gonna be. I'm gonna release the whole thing. So if you um, get it, guys, you're cool. That's what that means. I don't, no, but I'll be, there'll be invites swinging around, you know. So check your inbox, you know. Check your inbox. You know what uh, <laughs> what's your Instagram? What's your socials? How can we get you there as well? Um, Louis the Hippie on Instagram. Louis the Hippie on TikTok. And that's what, that's what I want. The TikTok thing's weird though, because it's like, uh, I feel like I'm on TikTok, I feel like I shouldn't be on TikTok. Yeah, I'm like, like, 10 years old when I'm on TikTok. Oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, I should, oh, I should oh, be. This isn't, for, this isn't a face for me. I be a for video. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Just leave it here for you. And then YouTube, but there's not much on YouTube. But I'll, I'll be building. Amazing. Everything is on Make sure to go check out this guy. Yeah. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you. Thank you. We're going to get into some music. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Social with Bashak.